What's up? What's up? What it do? Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Clarence Sports Talk of Jones, my podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. I appreciate your support. Follow me. I'll follow you back on Twitter at underscore Clarence Jones. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I subscribe to yours, my channel, Clarence Jones Sports Media. Check out my website. Visit my website, cjsportsmedia.com. All right. Happy Wednesday, man. Feeling good. Feeling good. Hope you're feeling good. Um, want to dive right into what took place on Sunday. College basketball, Michigan, Wisconsin. Coach Jawan Howard lost his cool and, you know, got into a verbal argument with Wisconsin's uh, head basketball coach. What's his name? Coach Greg Gard, an assistant coach of Wisconsin Badgers, Joe Krabenhoff. And, you know, I couldn't wait to get on air to talk about this. You know, I couldn't wait. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm wondering, you know, what the punishment going to be, you know, what they're going to do. And I was like, you know, this is not a fire. I don't want to say he should get fired. You know, I was thinking more like um, suspended the rest of the season and suspended if they make the tournament, suspended the tournament. Now, you may say, man, Clarence, you're too harsh. You know, that's kind of, you know, too much, man, you know. But I never seen nothing like that. I mean, people when I've been talking to certain people about, you know, what they witnessed their entire life watching college basketball or from the time they started. And I heard some people say they seen worse. I'm like, show me, you know, show me where you saw a coach, a basketball, you know, college game, throw a punch, chop punch. I call it a chop punch. It wasn't really like a actual like punch. It was more like a chop, you know, coach around how he's tall. I don't even know how tall he is, but it was like a, he kind of like scratched his arm out and literally reaches like a chop punch, you know, like a chop, pow, you know, punch. And, or, you know, however you want to call it, pow, <laughs> you know, but um, I never saw nothing like that. I mean, I've seen coaches throw chairs. I've seen coaches, um, you know, have their way, man, just show their emotions, yell and, and, you know, just walk, you know, on the sideline back and forth. But I've never seen it get worse than a punch. So that's why I was on the mindset of spending, you know, suspended the rest of the regular season and the entire tournament if they make the tournament. You know, I'm not saying fire, but I was like, that was kind of wow, you know, because how I look at it and let's get into the punishment. Um, by the way, so Joan Howard was fined um, $40,000. Coach Joan Howard was fined $40,000 and he suspended the rest of the remaining season, which is five games left for Michigan. Okay. And coach Greg guard, Wisconsin head coach only got fined $10,000 and the assistant coach that got chopped punch by um, Coach Joan Howard, the assistant coach that got chopped punch by Coach Joan Howard, Joe Krabenhoff, no punishment at all. You know, so that's the punishment. Um, coach Howard, five games, no, uh, you know, $40,000, but no fire. Uh, coach Greg Gard, just $10,000. And Coach Krabenhoff, assistant Wisconsin coach, no punishment, you know. Was it fair? Yeah. 
you know, like I said, I would have go a little bit more and say, you know, tournament because I just, it didn't look good. You know, you can't lose your cool. I, I get it. You know, Wisconsin call a timeout, but on my end, I'm looking at this like coach John Howard, he was pressing, you know, I mean, we're not talking about that. You know, he was pressing. So coach Greg guard, you know, going into the college rule book and Hey, if I call a timeout, that reset our, you know, backcourt, you know, that way we won't get like a backcourt violation. So fair is fair. You know, I believe in, you know, you coach your team on your sideline and I coach my team on my sideline. I'm a basketball coach. You know, I wouldn't have took it no way if I was going against a coach and he called time, he or she called timeout on me, you know, because they pressing me and my team so happened may be depressed, may not be depressed. I wouldn't get mad and be like, oh, you know, why you call timeout for? Well, vice versa. If I'm pressing a team, you know, and it's like, you know, little bit of seconds in the game. If I'm pressing a team, you know, trying to get that backcourt and they call timeout, I'm not going to get mad and be like, oh, coach, why you call timeout? I was pressing your team. Why you call timeout? I just felt like, Juwan, I, I don't know what went down, but he got to look at it both ways. I mean, you know, you was pressing. You know, you was pressing. Coach Greg Gard, call a timeout. I mean, fair is fair. You know, like I said, he, he lucky not to be fired because when the rule came out yesterday, as far as like the ruling, what it's going to be, I was like, okay, $40,000 fine, suspended the remaining five games of the uh, regular season, not national tournament, not March Madness. I was like, what if he wasn't Jawan Howard? What if it was me or you? Somebody that never played in the NBA, our name doesn't carry as much weight as Coach Jawan Howard. What would have happened to us? Uh, it don't take a genius. We would have been fired. You know, we would have been fired on the spot maybe the next day. But it just goes to show you, man, your name name carries weight. I think if it was anybody else name that don't carry weight, you know, you're a junior college coach, you're a high school coach, you know, your name don't carry weight like that, you fired. You know? That's the way I look at it. I mean, I was like, dang, you know, $40,000. Uh, okay. Spending the rest of the you know, remaining five games of the season. All right. But I was like, man, probably because he's Jawan Howard. Like I said, it was anybody else, me or you, junior college coach, high school coach, middle school coach, got called on the news doing that. You fired. All right. Coach Jawan Howard names carry weight, and he's lucky to still have his job. Because he lost his cool, and I felt like that was unnecessary to go that far. You know, yeah, Coach Greg Gard shouldn't have touched him, you know, while he was in the handshaking line. You know, you don't want to do that. You know, if anything, just good game coaching. You go on about your business, so Greg Gard was wrong for that. You know, he had no business touching him. But then Jawan Howard, I was looking at the video, he had his finger in Coach Greg Gard's face. So I'm like (laughs) – you know, things just got heated. You know, like I said, Greg Gard, he kind of instigated it. You know, you can make the argument. We all can say that, hey, he shouldn't have touched Coach Juwan Howard. I definitely agree with you on that. You know, but the finger in the face, man, I mean, that just got things going even more. You know, and then, you know, Coach uh, Krabenhoff, I don't know what was said to Juwan Howard or what Juwan Howard said to Coach Krabenhoff, but whatever it was said, it caused him to throw a chop punch. I mean, he throwed a chop punch. And I was like, wow, you know, so Coach Jerron Howard is lucky to have a job, but you cannot let your emotions get the best of you. I mean, you was pressing. It's only fair that Coach Greg Gard, Coach 
his team the way he wants to coach his team. Coach Howard, you coach your team the way you want to coach your team. He had no business losing his cool. You was pressing. He called timeout to reset the clock, you know, to avoid getting a backcourt violation. Come on, man. Fair is fair. But like I said, I, I wonder. All right. If that wasn't Jawan Howard, that was some regular coach. Don't have an NBA experience. Name don't carry weight. You know, some maybe some coach that's first, second year on the job in college. Just came from high school a couple years ago. Got his first D1 job, D2 job, D3 job. And he so happened to lose his cool. And he throw a chop punch. What happens to that coach? Do he get the $40,000 fine? $40,000 fine with five games, you know, suspension? Or do he get fired? He get fired. Let that sink in. All right. But yeah, Coach John Howard is lucky to even have a job. Seriously. He's lucky, you know, he hasn't been fired. Name Kerry Waite, man. NBA player. Michigan Fab Five. His name Kerry Waite. It's obvious. All right. I want to talk about the NBA 75 uh, all-time players list, the top 10 players list. Um, I saw it yesterday. Kobe Bryant is number 10. LeBron James, number two. Michael Jordan's number one. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because I don't like what we're doing with Kobe Bryant's name. I mean, Kobe Bryant deserved to be not no number 10. You know, then you go on and on. I'm hearing LeBron James uh, talking with Kenny the Jet Smith about um, he, you know, considered himself the GOAT when he beat the 2016 Golden State Warriors. You know, coming back from uh, being down three to one. And I'm like, um, I don't know. Do I agree with that or not? Matter of fact, I don't agree with that because the argument can be made. And I'm, and I'm going to write about this on my blog uh, sometime this week uh, on medium.com, you know, cjsportsmedia.com slash blog. You'll be able to read it there. But I'm going to talk about this. LeBron said that. When he beat the 2016 Golden State Warriors, coming back from 3-1, that made him the GOAT. You know, going up against, you know, Curry, Draymond, Clay, Not KD now. KD wasn't there yet. That made him the GOAT. And I was like, man, I, I can't agree with that because the argument can be made when Kobe Bryant and his Lakers in 2010 beat the Boston Celtics. Now, we all remember how tough that Celtics team was. They responsible for the reason why LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami because LeBron couldn't beat Boston with the Cleveland Cavaliers roster he had. You know, we talking the big four here. Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo. They, they had veterans on that roster. Tony Allen, Kendrick Perkins. I mean, the argument can't be made, man. You know? Kobe beat the 2010 Celtics, 2010 Celtics in seven games. LeBron beat the Warriors in seven games. But then it goes to compare, you know, that 2016 Warriors team versus that 2010 Boston Celtics team. Who would win? I'm going to get into that this week on my blog. I will. You know, but Kobe, because, you know, if he was here, God rest his soul. Or, you know, us Kobe fans, you know, we all love Kobe. We can make the argument for Kobe and say Kobe was a GOAT. We consider Kobe the GOAT when he beat the 2010 Boston Celtics. That that was a great team. That was veteran. That, that was a tough team to beat. Like I just said, they were so tough. LeBron had to leave Cleveland to go to Miami and stack up 
Bosch and Wade, all the three-point shooters surrounding him because that was the only way LeBron was going to beat that 2010 Boston Celtic team. He couldn't do it with Cleveland. You remember that last game, right? Cavaliers Nation, Cleveland Nation, walking off on the court, taking his jersey off as he going through the tunnel. He shake a few hands, you know, gave a few hugs, and that was it. And the summer was miserable for you all because you knew, hey, it's a possibility he won't come back. You know, then things just got heated. The, you know, once the decision came and LeBron made that, you know, announcement on national TV and say he was going to team up with, you know, D-Wade and taking his talents to, you know, South Beach, it was ridiculous, right? You were hurt. You cried. You were emotional. You burned your jersey. You did whatever you needed to do, you know, to get over that pain. Some of you probably still not over that pain. Yeah, you got the 2016 championship, but LeBron kind of turned his back on you. And it all goes back to the 2010 Boston Celtics. They're responsible for that. They're the reason why LeBron left. It wasn't nothing else. LeBron couldn't get past them. You know, Kobe did. Kobe and his Lakers, 2010. Now, we can say, hey, well, Kobe didn't have a, you know, a big game in, in that game seven of the NBA uh, finals of 2010, but he did a lot on defense, rebounding and defending. Now, Kobe, like I said, like he didn't have a monster game, game seven. I can't even, I mean, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but Kobe lead that team. Kobe got NBA uh, finals MVP 2010. Okay. Kobe did something LeBron couldn't do. So how could LeBron say him beating the Golden State Warriors in 2016 made him the goal? When we see Kobe came back from a what, 3-2? Boston was up 3-2. Kobe, you know, and the Lakers won game six and they won game seven. They had to win two games straight to win the series. Now I get it. The argument can be made was more harder for LeBron to beat the Warriors, you know, being down 3-1. I get that. But let's not forget what Kobe did also. That 2010 Boston Celtic team, who, who knows how long they would have stayed together if the Lakers, you know, Kobe Bryant and the Lakers didn't expose them. I'm just saying. Fair is fair. So I, I look at the list and I'm like, Kobe should not be number 10. You know, if we compare Kobe Bryant, if we compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan, shouldn't Kobe be at least number two, number three? I'm just saying at least number two. How could we say Kobe was the closest thing to Michael Jordan when we make our top 10 list? He's number 10. We got LeBron number two, who clearly reminds us of Magic Johnson. It ain't nothing about LeBron's game that reminds me of Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. There's nothing at all that reminds me, you know, of Jordan when I see LeBron play. I like the way LeBron play. I think LeBron is a great player. You know, I think LeBron deserves to be in everybody top 10, but not number two. Not behind Michael Jordan. No. Uh-uh. If you're going to put anybody behind Michael Jordan, that's Kobe Bryant. So that really bothered me. That offended me because Kobe's a what? One, two, three, four, five-time NBA champion. And he won two without Shaq. Remember all those people? Including me. I was one of those people. Oh, he can't do it without Shaq. Shaq got three final MVPs, you know, with the, you know, they beat my Pacers, they beat the Sixers, and they beat the Nets, and Shaq got all three NBA Finals MVPs. Oh, we all was like, man, Kobe couldn't do it. Now, some of you loyal Kobe fans from day one, you believe Kobe could have did it. But I'm not going to lie. I was one of the ones like, Kobe couldn't do it. No, he can't do it without Shaq. No way. 
No way. So when Shaq left with the Miami, Kobe shut me up. He shut everybody else up that was saying he couldn't do it without Shaq. Beat the Magics, beat the Boston Celtics. How many times we can make the argument can be made? LeBron got to run away, got to, you know, stack his team up, got to, you know, add you know, pieces and pieces here and there, you know, add star talent players here and there. That's not the same for Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant went through it all and proved that he can win it without Shaq. So let's be careful, you know, take it considerate, man. Put some respect on Kobe Bryant's name when you're arranging your list, your top 10 NBA players of all time, NBA 75. Kobe, not number 10. I don't have the list in front of me, but I remember seeing Kobe Bryant number 10, and that pissed me off, and I was ready to get on air today and talk about it. But like I said, I get into more of that on my blog. Uh, I'll be posting it again, cjsportsmedia.com slash blog. I just kind of want to get it started, get it warmed up. I don't agree with that. Like I said, LeBron, I get it. He beat a tough Golden State Warrior team, but KD wasn't there yet. Now, if LeBron would have beat that team with KD, let's say KD joined the Warriors that year, 2015-2016, now we may have an argument. But it was Curry, it was Draymond and Clay. Kobe Bryant beat Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Roy John Rondo and the crew. Are you kidding me, LeBron? You really the GOAT? And what gets me to LeBron is he got to always, you know, claim him, you know, claim that I'm the GOAT. Let others speak for you. Let others make that case. I mean, you shouldn't have to always go around, I'm the GOAT because of this. I'm the GOAT because of that. Let others do the talking. We'll do the talking. Like I said, I like LeBron games. I respect LeBron's game. You know, he got game. But not number two behind Joe. And that's Kobe Bryant all day. Five-time NBA champion, beat a tough Boston Celtics team, a team that LeBron couldn't beat. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> wow. All right. That's staying on LeBron, King James. Um, LeBron said that the door is not open in Cleveland. I'm sorry, the door is not closed in Cleveland. Doing an all-star, you know, talking to Kenny Jet Smith. Um, I'm not sure directly where that came from. I don't know what did that came from that Cleveland interview. I mean, did it came from that all-star interview or pre-all-star interview with Kenny to that Schmidt, but I'm not sure when LeBron actually said this uh, statement. I don't know. Was he said it to Kenny, the jet Smith, or he just said this on some type of other platform, but LeBron let it be known this past all-star weekend that the door is not closed to return to Cleveland. Um, he, you know, making plans to play with his son. You know, he wants to play uh, his last year with his son in the NBA. So um, for any NBA team, you know, hopefully it's my Pacers. <laughs> Pacers fans, we got to be praying right now. You know, LeBron already let it be known that if, um, you know, you know, that's the plan. You know, the doors is not closed in Cleveland, but he plans to play with his son his last year. So let's pray my Pacers can draft his son. And we got LeBron. Who knows how far LeBron could take us, all right? Pacer fans, keep hope alive. Let's keep our thumbs crossed. <laughs> Let's pray on it, all right? But um, look, if you're a Cleveland fan or you're a Cleveland front office, uh, you know, you're a Cleveland player, do you want LeBron to come back? You got to say yeah. You know, you can be stubborn. And, oh, he left us, you know, twice. You know, he left us for Miami. Then he left us for L.A. This would be the third time. You know, he probably, you know, probably leave us again. Let that go. Don't be stubborn. Don't let your stubbers get in the way. If King James said the door is not closed, you know, as far as returning to Cleveland, be happy. Smile. Plan a party. All right. Be happy. Don't be stubborn. You know, you got a chance to get another chip with LeBron. You know, I'm assuming if the Cleveland Cavaliers was to draft his son, 
I'm just saying. Yes, it's messed up that he left you guys twice for Miami and LA. But I mean, come on, can you blame them, man? Like I said, he couldn't. That 2020, that 2010 Celtics team, man. Come on now. Can you blame LeBron for trying to get a chip? You know, how many times we've been on LeBron back? Oh, he can't get the chip. When are you going to get the chip? Blah, 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 this. You know, LeBron got tired of hearing that. LeBron didn't want to know this, but he didn't want to be like this, like some of the greats that don't have a championship ring. Like my favorite player of all time, Reggie Miller. Okay. Players like Carl Malone and John Stockton, Charles Barkley, you know, Allen Iverson. I mean, some of many of the great players that don't have the championship ring. LeBron didn't want to be in that category. So I'm not beating LeBron for stacking his team. I'm just saying, let's not forget what Kobe did against the 2010 Celtics. So if you're a Cleveland fan, LeBron say the door is not closed, be happy. That means it's an opportunity you can get LeBron again when it's all set done before you hang it up. Don't let your stubborns mess this up. Don't start going on Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and Instagram talking about how you don't want LeBron. Oh, we good now. Y'all ain't good. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that Cavalier roster looked good, but y'all ain't win no playoff series yet. Come on now. LeBron said the door's not open. I'm sorry, the, the door is not closed. If LeBron said the door is not closed, be happy, plan your party, and celebrate. You may get him, may not, but at least he said that the door is not closed. Okay? The door is still open. It's a possibility you can get LeBron James. All right. I want to talk about the Steelers uh, and coach Brian Flores. Um, I like that. You know, he's on the roster for the Steelers. I think that's a great move. I, I love it. Um, you know, he's the what D is it the defensive uh, assistant? Defensive senior assistant, defensive senior assistant slash linebacker coach, Brian Floyd for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great move. Now, yes, he's overqualified for the job. Of course he is. Definitely overqualified. I'll be the first to say, man, you know, he deserved at least he deserved to at least be a, a coordinator. All right, but at least he got a job. And what's cool about it, he's still suing the NFL. So it's not like he dropped his case just to be on Mike Tomlin's coaching staff. I love it. I think the Steelers' defense is going to be very tough to go against, whether you're trying to run on them or you're trying to pass on them. You got Mike Tomlin, who's defensive-minded, and you got Brian Flores, who's defensive-minded on the same roster. And it's not like he's just a linebacker coach. He's just, you know, defensive senior assistant. So he's going to have a lot of say and a lot of weigh-in. So Steelers defense, I expect the Steelers defense to be tough. All right. But at the same time, still watching this Brian Flores uh, case to see how that go, um, to see how that play out. But, man, I'm happy. I mean, Steelers, you know, Rooney rule, you think about it, Rooney, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers, Brian Flores, soon the NFL, discrimination. You know, against black, you know, because he's black, you know, he feel like, I mean, it made sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers to hire Brian Flores, not give him a job, earn him. You know, he earned it. Like I say he's overqualified, but this ain't nothing the Steelers just call him and say, hey, we're going to give you this. No, he earned it. He should be a head coach right now. So it all, it all made sense. Rooney, Steelers, Brian Flores, his, you know, soon NFL. I like this. And I'm glad he had, you know, he still have a job and he's still suing the NFL. Cause I would have been kind of offended if he had to end up, you know, dropping his case in order to get the job. I mean, let's say the NFL was to say that. I mean, how messed up would that be, right? Unfair, right? If he had to end up dropping 
his case to take the Steelers, you know, position. I love it. Okay. The college football playoff, uh, unfortunately, will be remaining with only four teams until 2025. Okay. Um, There were some rumors floating around about it could possibly go to six teams. It could possibly go to eight. I've been even hearing it getting crazy far as 10 or 12 teams, but the college football playoff committee is going to be rocking with four teams until at least 2025. Ah, I was like, oh, man. You know, I'm a South Carolina Gamecock fan. I was really praying that they can adjust it to at least eight teams, man. But when it's four teams, it's hard to get in. There's always that 15 that probably could have been four. <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, I, I think college football playoff would be a whole lot better if they was to add at least, at least eight teams, man. At least eight teams. When you go to four, as you know, and I would really, I really was thinking that the college football playoff, you know, football committee was going to pull this off and it was going to add more teams. Cause we've been saying this for many, you know, for the past couple of you know, years now, I mean, the NFL literally just added what one team to the playoff bracket. Now there's seven teams instead of six teams, but the NFL literally just added what one, what, one team. It's always been six teams from the NFC, 16 from the AFC. And they started the playoffs. Now they add that seven seed. Come on, college football player. You couldn't add at least, at least six, at least six. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Um, I'm gonna talk to some Bengal fans, you know, for the past two weeks now, making sure, you know, y'all good. Cause I, I, I know some of you still hurting and some of you still bothered about what went down the Super Bowl. And all I'm hearing is, Oh, we be back, Clarence. We be back, Clarence. Hey, man, I'm gonna tell you this right here. It's not guaranteed you guys will be back. It's really not. You know, some, I mean, look at Dan Reno. He, he went one year and, and, and never got back. Dan Marino never went back. It's a possibility of Joe Burrow. The Bengals can never go back. Oh, he's young. He got time to grow. They're going to add the offensive line. It's going to improve. They're going to pick up so-and-so. Yes, but why you saying that? You do realize the Chiefs is going to be much tougher this upcoming season. The Bills. Oh, you know the Bills is pissed off. You know the Bills is pissed. Okay, Ravens and Lamar Jackson, Pittsburgh still just pick up Coach Brian Flores. I'm just saying, it's not going to be easy like that. <laughs> it's not going to be easy like that. I mean, you know, it's a pop. I mean, I, I would love to see the Bengals make another run, but it's just going to be so hard. You know, I feel like the Rams got a more better chance of getting back than the Bengals. So be easy. I, I, I know you're a diehard Bengals fan, and, you know, you appreciate, you know, the season, you know, you guys had. But don't forget about Josh Allen and those Bills, Patrick McHones and those Chiefs, Lamar Jackson, Pittsburgh Steelers picking up Brian Flores, Tennessee Titans. Who know what they're going to do? All right. Broncos, they may get Aaron Rodgers. We don't know. It's, you know, Tom Brady may come back. Go with the Colts. We don't know. So chill on that or we'll be back. The AFC is tough. NFC, chances of making it is a whole lot easier than the AFC. Just keep that <laughs> in mind. All right. That's all I got for you today. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you downloading again. Uh, follow me. I follow you back on Twitter at underscore Clarence Jones. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll subscribe to yours. My YouTube channel name is Clarence Jones Sports Media. Check out my website. Visit my website, cjsportsmedia.com. Also, be on the lookout for my blog this upcoming week. Uh, regarding what I was talking about with Kobe and Braun and Celtics and Warriors, 
cjsportsmedia.com slash blog slash medium. Create you a medium account and subscribe to receive all my blogs. All right. Have a great day. Have a sports day. Play some 2K Madden. You know, just have some fun. Relax. Don't stress. Be safe. Peace.